Here is Chubb going outside. One won't go out of bounds, and he doesn't, and he may go all the way, and he does. He ran out of bounds. Goes out of bounds at the one-yard line. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to the Bold Nonsense Network. That's a podcast network, and it includes guys like us. I'm Walsh Disney, and this is the captain. Ahoy! And we're here to give you one of our offshoots of the Bold Nonsense Network, and that is uh, the NFL Reaction Show. Every week, we like to react to uh, the previous week's games. And this is kind of a thing where we just keep everything up to date, um, let you know where maybe your team or just teams in general stand, how they're doing, uh, and why, the what, the where, the, all that kind of stuff. We break that down. This week, we're actually going to start with a general discussion, including, so we're in week 10, more of a season discussion of game plan, fourth quarter, and uh, how and where that comes from. So basically, my thought is, and I'll just get us started here. Here we go. Um, game this year, game plans are stuck to and more important than previous years. And also, the fourth quarter seems to be uh, more important, bigger. And I would say that, in traditionally. Beginning of the game and after halftime, those are your big adjustment periods. Now it seems like game plan goes, and it's almost to like the fourth quarter where adjustments are starting to happen. Yeah. And uh, things change. Yeah. I, I, I think it's like, what's going on? Yeah, I think that's that's a good assessment. Um, yeah, I think na- it's natural that this season would be different from the rest of the seasons, um, or most of the seasons, like that that was bound to happen that like this season would be weird in some ways. And I think the, the fact that like game planning is big this season comes from like the fact that you don't have a lot of preparation before the game. So there's a lot of, so game plan, there's less time to game plan. So if you Mm. come up with a good one, yeah. So it's like, what can you execute? Yeah. And like the other team is less likely to come up with a good game plan you know what I mean? All teams yeah. are less likely to make, come up with a good game plan. So if you come up with a good one... It shows. Yeah. Yeah. And it just seems like, to me at least, that teams are almost less prepared in a reactionary manner. Mm-hmm. It, what it almost seems like, and maybe... And I, I thought of this premise, but I didn't... like Obviously, I, I just sprung this on you, and I didn't yeah. come up with... Solutions are answers. I just kind of wanted to talk through it. Yeah. And to me, it almost seems like 
that teams are doing what they do more. Does that make sense? Instead of being like, oh, this is what the other team does, so this is how we're going to attack it, uh-huh. they almost say, this is what we are, this is what we do. Right. We're going to do it. So and, screw it. Yeah, yeah. and they're going to do what they do, and it might work. And like you, It's almost yeah. like they butt heads for a while of like, well, we do what we do. We, we are doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Which one works better? And then, then we get to like the fourth quarter where it's go time it's like okay now we have to make our yeah we have to get away from that Mm -hmm. it's just it's been very interesting to see because i think some games you almost get used to teams attack getting out of themselves and like doing a a lot more things and i feel like we're seeing teams do less things yeah yeah i think i think that's 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 true um it's also interesting i wonder if that's I wonder if that's kind of what's happening with the Steelers. Because last week they... I'm not going to get super into the game, but, like, they threw the ball a lot. And I think it was Big Ben mm-hmm. just being like, you know what? Let's just do this. Let's just throw the ball a bunch. I don't yeah. care about trying to get the run game going. We're going to do what we do, which is One for me those. is spread it around and get, like, and score a bunch of points. I mean, they played a bad team, but... Yeah. It, m- maybe. It is interesting... It does seem like, and here we go, like some teams are, this year especially, some teams are, we're a run team, mm-hmm. or we're a pass team, yeah. offensively. Yeah. And defensively, it's almost like you kind of are what you are. Yeah. And then you're now you're starting to see, like what we've been talking about is teams with deficiencies of getting to the passer by themselves. Right. Well, now we're a blitz team. Right. Because they know what they have to do, but they can't... It's almost like they don't have enough time to get them to do it by themselves. Yeah. And they're just kind of... Yeah, they're just kind of accepting, like, this is what we're best at. This is what we're... This is what we're set up to do, and that's what we're executing. Yeah. Um, I thought... There's a general thing. Before the season even started, when we kind of talked about, like, oh, this is what they're going to do... I was very interested to see the execution in all sports mm-hmm. because I think as you, you grow up as an athlete and you're very, uh, m- most athletes tend to be uh, visual learners mm-hmm. and that's just the way the whole thing's set up. Yeah. It's, this is what I'm telling you to do, show you how to do it and then watch me do it a lot of times. A lot of coaches are like, show you first, yeah. then do it. And I'm talking about as you grow up, like right. your entire, and that's what you learn first. Sometimes like athletes are learning how to do those things, how to do athlete things and like replicate before they even get to school. Yeah. So a lot of them grow up and they, they're learned where they learned the best is seeing and doing and like visual stuff. And now you're asking them almost to change that completely and be like, this is all virtual do you see what I'm saying on your iPad from your house? And I'm yeah. telling you from my house, right. I need you to do that on the field with very limited reps. Yeah. I never thought about that. That's actually a good point. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Do you feel like execution has been down? I, th- I feel like teams are avoiding things that they haven't been able to execute. 
I see like, what you're um, yeah. Almost like they're pinching in on and yeah. focusing on what we can execute. And not that it's that's bad. Yeah. Like they're so I think the games are still overall fun and well done. They're kind of like, oh, all right, well, I have a good, I have a good fastball. I've got a good change. I've got a good curve. I don't need that slider. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have enough time to practice this. Yeah, so I'm just gonna go with this one. More like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying with the Steelers, we don't, we haven't been running the ball well, and we're having a hard time of getting it going. Yeah. Let's just pass. Yeah. Let's let's run the ball. We know we can do that. Let's run the ball like. 15 times and throw it 40 times. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a different year and uh, it's fun to see the differences. Yeah. So I wanted to start with a good discussion there. Hopefully that uh, that warms us all up and gets us going for NFL reactions. Let's do it. Week 10 in the books, starting off with Texans 7 at Browns. They win it with 10. That's a... that's kind of a, a pitcher's duel. No one likes watching those. <laughs> yeah, they sure don't. Uh, second week in a row? Or second week in three weeks? Two of three weeks bad weather in Cleveland? I think it's two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row? I think so. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I did not expect... I didn't know that was coming, so I think that kind of shuts down pretty much everything for yeah, the Texans. Yeah, it really does. Especially with, like... Duke Johnson as your running back. Yeah. That, that did not go well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all I have is lack of run game and run defense is what killed the Texans. Because having Chubb back for the Browns um, was huge, yeah, first yeah, of all. Good to see. That's Love it. the biggest thing. It's, Love it. He's their difference maker. Yeah. And, I mean, <clears throat> Baker had an okay day. He did exactly what he needed to do to win the game. He, I think he was like... 20 for 22, or, mm-hmm. or like something like that. I don't know, 17 for 22. Uh, no picks, no touchdowns, like 130 yards. Yeah, he did what he's been yeah, doing. Yeah, Chubb and, and Hunt each had 19 carries. And I even feel like it's so obvious with Nick Chubb back Yeah, that he is the thing yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Because they, they weren't running the ball all that well before. I don't. Hunt wasn't making all these amazing bat plays yeah. in the run game. Chubb comes back, and it's it's almost like he – it doesn't matter for him whether teams are re- ready to go or, mm-hmm. or tired or whatnot, but it does for Kareem Hunt. And when yeah. he's the second guy, mm-hmm. he works a lot better. Yeah. Because it's almost yeah. like he's a one and a half, mm-hmm. you know, like a 1.5 guy, and yeah, Chubb's a one. Yeah. Y- y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's just below that level of like top tier. So when he's the second punch, yeah, it it works. That allows him to average five and a half. Yeah, but he rather, wasn't rather great than, as a rather one. Than like three and a half. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't great as a one. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting. I my first note on the Browns is I think they're a paper tiger bully. Mm-hmm. It's just they should be better against a dome team and the Texans. Right. In bad weather. Yeah, I agree. That I, 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 I'm not sure what about the game, other than weather, like, made it so close. Like, Yeah, I just, I think it's them. That's yeah. who they are. They, to me, they are, they are a good team who can't, at this point, really put the pedal down. Mm-hmm. 
They just kind... They're coasting. Yeah. And, and not that I'm saying they're actively coasting, but that's just who they are. Yeah. I don't think they have another gear right now. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting. I think this is, you know, their ceiling. They're good. They'll make the playoffs, and they'll probably lose in the first round. Yeah, probably. Seems like the kind of trajectory we're... Trajectory. Trajectory Thank we're you. on. Thank you. That happened last week, too. I think so. Yeah. Think same word. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get a different word here. <laughs> um, 230 rushing yards and 10 points. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's kind of my point in a nutshell. Yeah. Let's go to the Texans. I just have picture as painted. Mm-hmm. Uh, their organization is more interesting than their football team. Yeah. That's not good right now. Nope. That's in uh, From reports, it sounds like it's not going to get good. Yeah. It's going to stay bad. Yeah, did you hear what Deshaun said about the Will Fuller trade? No. He was pretty much like, if that had happened, it would have been a nightmare for Houston. Like, like, oh, yeah. Like, like that would not have ended well, is I think how he put it. And that yeah. was quarterback speak for, I would have, I would have burned, lost my burned the yeah. place to the ground. Yeah, I think f- for him, that's last week, it's just like, you can't lose Will Fuller yeah. because of what it tells him. Yeah. And just now, even above the team, with, what is that, Jack Easterby or whatever, mm-hmm. and his coup d'etat, <laughs> and just, it all seems, now they're getting in trouble for firing people that don't deserve to get fired, because they're basically, it's basically just this guy taking over the whole organization, <laughs> and everyone knows that he, it's going to be bad if he does. Yeah. And yet it's happening. Yeah, he's he's... He's, like, trying to Popovich it, but it's not going to end up as, as no. good as the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Um, all right, let's move on to keep going with these games. Lions beat the Washington football team 30-27 to at home. So let's start with the Lions. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift is a legit NFL back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're very talented. Yeah, they're they're talented. Um, I think the defense just let it be way too close, like that. Yeah, I feel like <clears throat> it should not have been a three point game. No, when you have like the kind of roster that that Detroit has, they have they have a really good roster, <laughs> and I don't. That gives and, me. And Washington really doesn't have all that good of a roster. Like <clears throat> offensively, they don't. Defensively, they have a pretty good roster. Yeah, it's pieces. Yeah. Um, um, that gets me to my point on the Lions, which is they're right back to where they always were. And to me, it seems like they're winning in spite of Patricia. So they're they're right back to five years ago. Yeah. If oh. not if not a step behind, because I think they have a worse head coach now. It's like, uh, oh, it's all our offense, our defense can't get it done. Yeah, and their quarterback is five years older. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they and might a few surgeries in. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like I, I feel like they're just winning in spite of Patricia. Because mm-hmm. now you're hearing all these stories, reports from last year, about how the players were drinking mimosas on their last day because they knew they didn't have to see Patricia anymore. <laughs> like that is how bad it yeah. is. I, it'll be very. They will be one to watch organizationally. The Texans, the Lions. There are a lot of organizations. That it's like above the football team. Yeah. We're just like, if you don't fix it, mm-hmm. your team will never get better. Right. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Washington wise, I mean, they're right where I thought they would be. They've won what two games? I don't. Right. 
I don't... They, uh... Yes, they're two and seven. I feel like they're behind where I thought they'd be. Defensively. They seem broken to me defensively. Mm-hmm. They gave up 30 without Kenny Galladay on the field. Yeah. That seems much worse. And now you've heard reports that like Ryan Kerrigan wants out and he didn't get it. It's not surprising. And it's not surprising, but it, it honestly it actually is surprising to me that I thought that they would have that front working so well he'd want to be a part of it. Yeah. And I, I understand that saying. he wants probably wants more snaps. That's not totally unsurprising. But to me, I just I thought they would get it going. That would be their identity, and he mm-hmm. loved the fact that he was part of the identi- yeah. identity. But their de- yeah, their defense just seems way behind where I thought they should be playing at. Yeah. Um, one of my things was I think they need to get like another another receiver, like number two to Terry McLaurin, because oh, yeah. Terry McLaurin he's not gonna he can't. To just throw three people that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, about. yeah. That was, that was really my only note for Washington. It's like because yeah. I wasn't surprised. I'm not surprised by their record. I there wasn't much to talk about for the game. Alex Smith threw like 55 times and no touchdown passes. That's one of the yeah. notes I have. It's like that's a lot of pass attempts for no touchdown passes. Yeah, but he like I think he was roughly 66 percent yeah. completion. He, he had like he's gonna... two hundred and like 80 yards, something like that. Maybe it was kind of my thought. So I saw 55 and no touchdown passes, and then I thought, could he Teddy Bridgewater this offense mm-hmm. if they got it, you know, once they get another draft and another free agency period? Yeah. Oh, I think he Next year, can. could he Teddy Bridgewater this offense? I think he could. Me too. Yeah. I don't see why he could. I mean, he did it in Kansas City before they got good. Yeah, and he did it in San Francisco before they got good. Yeah. <laughs> when they were good, actually, he was, they were pretty good. Yeah, them. like, he, he gets them up to the step, and then I think he could do that again, where he gets them to the next step, yeah. then they get the quarterback, and there they go. Yeah. They probably win a Super Bowl. And then, see you later, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that that's really all I've got. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't have... They're the tryhards of the NFL is what I have on the Reds... Uh, on the Washington football team. Ooh. That's about it. You almost got thrown in jail. I almost did, yeah. Um, Bucks at Panthers. Bucks win it forty six to twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Won't, you won't like them when they're angry. Yeah. Uh, really, my only note is just stick with Ronald Jones. Uh, yeah, pure domination. That's note number one. Mm-hmm. Note number two. Ran the ball thirty seven carries. Yeah. Hmm, weird. Yeah. Almost like we knew they were going to do that. You run the ball 37 times, 11 of 17 on their conversions. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty much what what you want. Uh, My only negative thing is that you need to establish and solidify your identity. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what you are. I I think you've established it. If you want to... I think you've established it. But I feel like Bruce Arians is almost fighting against it. Mm-hmm. Like he realizes they need to be a run the ball twenty five to thirty t- times a game mm-hmm. team, and he doesn't want it. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I establish it, then solidify it. Now just do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, my only Panthers note is severely outmatched. Bucks didn't <laughs> punt a single time. Yeah. 
My Panthers note is, um, should you be conservative with player injuries? How do you mean? Like Teddy and McCaffrey. Like hold Teddy out and McCaffrey I'm not saying the end of the season, but until you know they're okay. Yeah, I... Like McCaffrey, and this is coming from somebody who has McCaffrey in fantasy football, but like hold the McCaffrey out another week, just in case. I mean, they are. He's already not playing next week. But I like kind of like it because I, I was thinking where do you, like what where do you go from here? Your your what? Are three and I gotta six? find it. Yeah, they're three and seven. Okay, three and seven. Yeah, three and seven. You've got some player injuries now. Teddy's out. Where do you go from here? Really, what you're doing? Your offense is established. Yeah, I think it depends on what their plan is. Yeah. Like, if their plan is for Teddy to be, like, the guy to, like, hold the ship steady until they get, like, their franchise guy. Mm-hmm. Or if they think Kyle Allen's going to eventually... No, wait. He go. Yeah. Who's the backup? P.J. Walker. Yeah. P.J. Walker's not their franchise guy. Never mind. No. So, if, so Teddy's probably the steady of the ship guy if they aren't, like, Teddy's our guy. Mm-hmm. So, I would say, like, if Teddy's your guy... Yeah, hold him out. If you're going to have yeah. him for the next few years and you think he's going to be the guy that can win you a championship, yeah. I'd hold him out. If you don't think that, if you think he's the the book like the bookmark until you fuck, like find the next quarterback, then I'm like, all right, Teddy, get back out there. Get your ass back out there and, win it mm-hmm. and play some football. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think the smartest thing... I tend to thing, lean towards the I think the smartest year. thing to do is hold Teddy and Christian McCaffrey out yeah. There's no reason to throw them out there. True. Uh, how about the Eagles going to the Giants and uh, losing 17 to 27? Giants go to three and seven. Eagles fall to three five and one. Um, so I don't even honestly I don't even know who would be in first. <laughs> I think it's the Eagles still because they're three and a half wins to five losses, whereas the Eagles are three wins to seven losses. So I still think the Eagles are in first. Maybe. Maybe. Honestly, I just said I don't know. I just anytime this division is anytime it's a division matchup, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That that's pretty much perfect because that what's leading my note on the Giants is boring and average equal wins for them. So because they're they, in the low average division. <laughs> Uh, no, I just think it's the way they play. Uh-huh. Like, no turnovers, average yards yeah. in all phases, uh, average time of possession, but just barely winning it. Yeah. Uh, they're scoring, they're scoring by quarter with seven, 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 six. Holy shit. I think that's what they, for, at least for this year, I'm not going to say going forward, I don't know yeah. what their plan is, but at least for this year, boring is a win. They'll just out steady. They'll just yeah. tortoise you to death. Yeah. As long as they can do that. Yeah, then they have the perfect uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, my Giants note is uh, bad still. Uh, that's it. They're still bad. Like, they're, they're yeah, not they're, a good football not, team. They're not good, but they're de- I think they... It's so... I feel like I've said this is the best team in the NFC East for everyone except the Cowboys. But I think this might be it. I, th- I think it might be as well. And they're definitely taking the biggest steps. Yeah. From week to week. Yeah. Um, my Eagles stuff, uh, they were 0% on third down. Yeah. 
That's not, not good. what you I think want. It was zero not, for nine. Yeah, it's roughly fifty percent behind the leaders. Yeah, it's more. Uh, it's actually worse than that. That's like fifty-four percent behind the leaders. Yeah, uh, and they were thirty-three percent on fourth down. Ugh. Uh, so they had one, one of one for thirteen on all conversions. That's so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh, they also had eleven penalties. Yeah, so they're starting to lose it. I mean, yeah. they're not. Everything's bad. They're not focused. They're not, yeah. well, speaking of, they're trying to do things they can't execute. Yep. There's no game plan. Yep. Like, the, everything that's bad is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, before I get to my one note on the Eagles, I listened to, was listening to a podcast, one we listened to, Move the Sticks. Mm-hmm. That's one we listened to a lot during the drinking and the draft time. Yeah. But I was listening to it in... Somebody else we love, Brian Kelly, the head coach of Notre Dame, us Notre Dame fans, was on it. And they they asked him, in this year, this COVID year, does this does this show or what it I gotta remember the question was, does this build uh what do they call that when you're your culture? Mm -hmm. Does this build culture or reveal culture? And Brian Kelly laughed and basically the whole context was it reveals culture mm-hmm. and this is the eagles like, yeah this is what they are yes it's a mess yeah like, this shows you what your culture is right this year because like we talked about you don't get the routine you don't get the normal coaching you don't get every day right all this stuff and they can't handle it mm-hmm. it's not good no my other eagles note the only one i actually wrote down is uh what's a good landing spot for once because that's where I think we are at this point. And I, you know who I think loves it? No. Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he's thinking, get me the hell out of here. Yeah, his bags have been packed for a few months. Yeah, uh, second year in a row of absolute dog ass around him. And right. he gets blamed for it every week. So, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. But we've never really like del- taken, taken a dive. And if we just went, went through here, Bears... There goes my pen. There's the Bears. I'm just going to read some. That I'm going to go through the games, and I'm just going to read some off. Bears, uh, Patriots, Niners. I was just thinking San Fran. Um, I'll just keep going through here. The Broncos sold. We'll get to that. Uh, how about, uh, I've already said the Colts. Yeah. The Colts before... There's the Jack. Like, there's a good amount of teams that would take this guy. Yeah. And it shall be interesting. It will be. Yeah, I... Poor Carson. Yeah. At this point, I just hope he gets out. Yeah. Free him. Free the man. Let's move on, though. Let's talk about the Packers playing the Jags at home. They went at 24-20 to 20 in, a, in, a, in a very close... Closer than usual or expected game. Packers notes. Uh, they played poorly. Yeah. Luckily, it was against one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, like a young and bad team. Yeah. <laughs> They're not. The Jags are one and eight. Yeah. Like thank God, <laughs> thank mm-hmm. God. This is when they played poorly. Like yeah. They, it was not good. It didn't look good on like any part. Yeah. There, there was nothing really that was promising. Um, 
Except for maybe the fact that Lazar becomes back next week. I don't know. Yeah. I will... So, I my first note is that their top end is elite. Yeah. Okay. But now I've got two questions for you. There might be sub-questions. Okay. Are they becoming a two-trick pony of just... It's past game and we have a good secondary. And that's all we've got. Yes. And we we hope to God it works. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think that I don't think that's good enough. Do you I mean does that I mean, win the, if they are a tr- two trick pony, do they win the Super Bowl? Because I don't think so. No, they don't win the Super Bowl. I think they can win their division. Yeah, but I don't think that's good enough. For them, like yeah. expectations wise. Yeah. Guess I'm, for if it was the Jags who we were talking having this, they'd be thrilled. But this yeah. is the Packers. If the Jags were to win their division, they'd throw a parade. Yeah. Um, and I believe they did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the Packers, I don't really know what... Yeah, they're at, the, at their best, I think they get... Losing the second round of the playoffs? To last, what they did last year? It was yeah. third round? Yeah. Third round, I would say. I think they can get to the third third round at their best. They can get to the Super Bowl, I think. You think so? At their best. Yes. Yeah. And that's the other thing that I have. Is they're just so inconsistent. Yeah. They put... I, so, to me, we've talked about this, especially after the Bucks loss. Mm-hmm. One of their two losses. So, again, top end is elite. But... I talked about how they were so inconsistent, and it bothered me that they just kind of rolled over. And so my other question was, do you put any stock in their intensity and leadership theory that I proposed of that they just lack that? And it shows when in games like this and games against the Bucks. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I think when you've got... A leader who is, like, by all accounts, aloof and kind of emotional in a negative way, mm-hmm. it's gonna suck. Like, it's gonna, like, you're gonna have games like this where it, it like, you're talking about the Tampa Bay game, as soon as bad things go poorly, like, yeah. you're gonna roll over. Or when you're playing a incredibly, a team that's, so far below you and it's not looking good. Yeah. You you might squeak out a win and it's just because you tried to roll over and they're not good enough to get on top. The yeah. Jags weren't good enough to get on top. They played about as well as they played against Tampa Bay. It's just Tampa Bay's so much better than Jacksonville. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm sometimes that's how like I see it. Mm-hmm. And I, that's kind of why I asked you, like, do you put sock in it? Because to me, I do. And I don't know if that's just me. Because I hate the whole, I, you know, the Rodgers thing. He's playing very well. But I hate that whole, like, against the Bucks, we get crushed. And then after, with the, like, media people and, and anybody, it's just like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, so just, like, some weeks you have a bad week. And it was just like, whatever. This is actually good for us. Bullshit. Yeah. And then after this, it's like, well, you know, it wins a win. And it's like, you know, we got it done. We got, you know, all, it's always something of like, somebody's coming back and we'll be fine. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But at the time, there's zero fight. And after, it's like this uh, this act. It, it's the too cool for, for whatever act. Yeah. 
It's like, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's like he, you, during the week, during the week of practice, and, and like, and after each practice, you come up with, like, different ideas for, like, what's this, what's an excuse we can use this week? Yeah. And then, and then right before game, game day, you come up with, all right, if we win, I'll pull from this hat, and if we lose, I'll pull from this hat. <laughs> yeah. This excuse and this excuse. Yeah. Oh, we, we squeaked by, but uh, hey, a win's a win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't think that, I think that's going to crush him at some point. Yeah. It worries me. Jags-wise, only notes I have is they still play hard, and James Robinson is legit. Yes. They James, still play harder. That's, that's, I think, important. Yeah, James Robinson is absolutely legit. Uh... Yeah, I just feel like the if you look at the stats from the game, like the team stats, the only thing that the Jags did worse is they allowed two more sacks than the Packers did, and mm. they had 50 more penalty yards. Like, other than yeah. that, they were really similar in terms of, like, yardage, uh, obviously not points. Yeah. But, like... Or talent. Time no. possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they still play on it. I think that, that says something. Especially with a quarterback that, like... Nobody believes him. Let's yeah. Be, let's just be honest. Yeah. He is okay. He's, he's a, he's a, a six-round pick. He's a backup quarterback. Yeah. And will be for a few... Like, should be for a long time. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Bills at Cardinals. Whoa! Yeah, it was a crazy game. Cardinals win it 32-30 to on a, uh, what has been termed the Hale Murray. Yeah. I think that was a Tarico product. Of course it is. Guy's Probably. a legend. Yeah. Uh, gotta love him. Um, Cardinals. Okay, I'm gonna give you my note, because people are probably gonna yell at me. Uh, the Hale Murray is fun, but offensively this screams Lamar Jackson from last year to me. Okay. Fine. Catches people off guard. Mm-hmm. No one really knows what to do about it. Do you mean the offense in general and not yes. just Kyler Murray? Uh, both. Yes. Both. Okay. Uh, one is the other. All right. Um, it catches them off guard. Yep. They don't really know what they're doing. Get the offseason. There goes Kyler's running. I just, every year we hear... Oh, we've never seen we've never seen this. There's no way to stop it. Yeah. This will this is the only way to play football from now on. You cannot have a quarterback who can't run like this anymore. Yeah. You guys just never learn or like don't even want to go back a year. Yeah. That's what we were saying about Lamar, and now it's average. Yeah, and he lost in the playoffs to Tannehill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I. There's part of me that's like, it's not going to be as bad as Lamar, I don't think, because mm-hmm. he can. He definitely throws the ball better. Right. But I don't see top end offense in here. Okay. Anywhere. I think uh, yeah. You are outplayed by the Bills just because you throw a hail mary that is fluky at best. Does not mean you are the better team. No, I don't. I don't think they are the better team. You still won. Um, yeah. That, you know, take yeah. all the credit. And, and it's a huge win. Yeah. Like, cause it was a pretty even game. The I didn't play- think it was. I, I I felt like it was pretty even throughout. Um, and but I did like it felt like two very high caliber teams. Like it felt like a playoff game to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a team that was playing way above their heads to meet a playoff team. You know what I'm trying to say? It didn't feel like the Cardinals were playing like out of themselves. Yeah, um, I thought defensively 
kind of were. <laughs> like, yeah. Not playing out of themselves, but just like a little better than usual. And that's got something to do with the Bills as well. Uh, we'll get to that. The Cardinals-wise, I just... I'm, I'm more thinking long term. I'm not thinking by the end of the year this is gone. Yeah. No, but, I, you know, I, I, this I know just screams of like Kyler wins the MVP and everybody freaks out. Yeah. And like, yeah, this is, this is going to be a 10 year thing. And the next year, half, five weeks in, six weeks in, we're like, wow, why are they. It will happen to Kyler. Well, yeah, yeah, why isn't the rushing there? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it says. That's what it screams mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, and maybe, uh, I don't know. It just, uh, slow down on the Cardinals is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the beautiful cash, though. Yeah. Have you seen the slow-mo of that play? That's what it's, he does. It's so cool. It's what he does. Uh, yeah, uh, so I heard somebody talking about it, and they were basically like, if the second safety doesn't come in and wipe out the corner. Yeah. Maybe we're talking about something different, which yeah. is that's almost always what happens. Yeah. On on uh, successful Hail Marys. Right. Yeah. It's almost always friendly fire from defense to yeah. defense. Yeah. Uh, did you see? I saw something that like yesterday, the just the picture of all the hands. Yeah. That had already <laughs> netted like five million dollars for for Nike. Just it being yeah. circulated on social media. It's, it's Jordan, right? Yeah. He D- Hopkins wears Jordan, and then yeah. it's like Adidas, Nike, yeah. Yeah. and everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty rad. Yeah. Um, no, it's a it's a very in- interesting play. Yeah. It's the flip. I mean, I know I just said people probably think I hate Colin Murray now because I said one thing about him, but th- he flipped his hips. A hundred and eighty degrees. Yeah, that was really impressive. Yeah, Bills wise, let's go to the Bills. I'll start with their offense. Uh, it's too Josh Allen dependent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my notes: he had forty nine pass attempts. He was their leading rusher, and he caught a touchdown. If this were if the if it was Rodgers or Cam mm-hmm. or Russell Wilson, yeah. Really, so many other quarterbacks in the league. If that was their line and they lost, I don't think we'd be talking about the couple interceptions. Mm. We'd be talking about the rest of the team needs to pick it up. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Josh Allen is just one of those guys, and because he's been inaccurate in the past and has yeah. had interception problems, and, and, so. and people, it, he was divisive in terms of you know scouting when he was coming in yeah. of the draft, and people want to be proven right, but. Look at it. Yeah. Look at what he is doing. And if that was another quarterback, we would not be talking about yeah. how hey, oh, he had a bad day. Yeah. Or it's not enough. Um, that was my main takeaway. It's like, you got to find something else. And what do you need to find? The freaking run game. Yeah. You have to find the run game. It's just not... It's bad. Yeah, wasn't he the leading rusher with like 60 yards, right? Yeah, no, yeah, they, um, it was roughly 55. Yeah, yeah. But it's... The other two are just ineffective. Yeah. It has to be him. Mm-hmm. And that's... You're never going to get the offense back until you get that. We've talked about that. Yeah. Um, that's all I have offensively for notes. I, I really don't have anything. I, I really just had games, like, game-wide notes. That was it. Yeah. 
Uh, so defensively for me, they lost Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips from last year. Mm-hmm. Both of them were top two. They were either one or two in uh, sacks, quarterback hits, and tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. They need an edge guy, like a pure edge guy. Yeah. Because right now it's just a bunch of tryhards in the middle, and I think they thought they were going to get a couple guys at yeah. Oliver in the middle. Mm-hmm. But it just hasn't come, and that's yeah. what I think. And it makes it, as we know, the pass rush is tied to the secondary, and now their secondary is just left out to dry. Right. And that's what I think is their issue. Especially against a mobile quarterback, that's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I think their issue's been on the Hail Mary play and yeah. all, all year defensively. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Dolphins, Chargers, Chargers at Dolphins. Dolphins take it 29-21. I don't think we've adjusted our rankings or expectations for the Dolphins yet. We should. Yeah, is this the best rebuild of all time? Yeah, I think, yes. I Honestly, it's got to be up there. Yeah. And it gets me back to, you know, we've used tanking for so long and what tanking actually means. And what I've been saying is that does not exist. There used to be a thing called rebuilding, retooling, where teams understood that our roster was bad, and that naturally happens in sports, Mm -hmm. and so they'd get rid of it, and they, as quickly as possible, turn it around, and we're back to that finally, where people are aggressive, they're smart about it, they do what they need to do, and it doesn't take seven years. That's what tanking is. We're going to be bad for years and just do the draft. Rebuilding is, we're going to get assets, and we're going to get cap space, and then we're going to attack it and get good in two years. Right. And that's what I feel like the Dolphins are doing, yet we keep talking about them in terms of, like, the the Chargers or teams that are truly in that, st- like, first period of rebuilding. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple teams. The Jags are in there. The Giants, obviously. The, you know, the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the NFC East. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins aren't in there. No. They're far beyond those teams. We should stop putting them in that category. Yeah, they're second in their division, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're Yeah, they're a game behind the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's crazy. And yeah. and I think... Of, so... I think with this game, like, coaching is what separated the teams. Like, Flores is such a good coach and has developed his team in such a short amount of time that it that they're gonna win that game. Whereas Oh yeah. Rookie quarterback versus rookie quarterback and kind of like two rebuilding teams. Yeah. And you can you can tell that like based on how the Chargers have looked and the Dolphins are have looked, they're kind of in the same spot in their rebuild. Um and they the Dolphins look so much better because they have a better coach at the helm. And Edlund has been there for a while. Yeah, I would say the the Dolphins are way ahead in their rebuild because they've been more successful. With each decision, yeah. Yeah, and the head coach, and they seem aligned. It's like the 49ers rebuild where they got a GM, they got a head coach, and they both were like, this is what... It's like they both, at the same time, they were both like, this is what I want, and they said it. And they yeah. were both like, oh, you too. Perfect, yeah. let's do it. And yeah. it just works out. For sure. Where I would ask, you said rookie against rookie quarterback, which rookie feels like he's in a healthier spot? Still, Not in terms of talent, yeah. but like, you know. 
And I mean healthier in terms of like, it's not all on my shoulders. Yeah, mental state. Yeah, yeah. two has gotten how many uh, you know, pump blocks, defensive touchdowns. Yeah, like in like three weeks in a row, he's gotten a de- ever since he started started. It's been a special teams touchdown or a defensive touchdown. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, they have a really opportunistic defense, which helps a rookie quarterback. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, the Chargers do not have one. No. Um, my only thing on the the Chargers was like, do you fire Anthony Lynn now mm. and make someone in there like the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. or something the interim? Do you see if the if the OC is good enough and can do it the head coach job? Because what you don't want with Herbert playing as well as he is is to bring somebody else in and then to give him a whole new system, right? Or a new uh, quarterbacks coach. Yeah. Since he loves his quarterback coach. Yeah. Like, you want to keep that in the offensive coordinator. So, do you just see if one of them can do it? Mm-hmm. That was my only, like, yeah, oh, this might be a little interesting. That's a good thought. Um, it probably doesn't happen, but. No, I doubt it does. I, I, I was thinking I wouldn't. I wouldn't fire Lynn at this point. I think I would ride this out. You've got, like, how many more weeks? Yes. But then, I feel like just the. Organizationally, when you do your, mm-hmm. you know, your hire, because he, I mean, he can't, you can't bring him back next year. I don't think so. No, he's had I mean, too like, long, and they've lost so many games by less than a touchdown. Yeah, that's what is twenty one twenty nine. That is an eight. eight so points. this is yeah. the first game they've lost this year by more than a touchdown. But really, that's that's a one score game. You're tied up with two point conversion. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That, like yeah. So they still haven't lost by more than a score. Yeah. Them and the Steelers are the only teams to do it, and the mm-hmm. Steelers haven't lost. Yeah. So it just shows you like that, that. That's head coach, and we've talked about this, and he can't come back. Uh, let's move on though. Let's go to the Broncos at the Raiders. Raiders crush it, thirty-seven to twelve. Yeah, they just, this is hard to find notes for. It was such they, an ass kicking. They just bullied them. Like, yeah, they ran the ball forty plus times versus the Denver's uh, less than twenty times. Yep. Uh, Denver had five turnovers and lost time of possession. That's not gonna win you games. That's what I had. It's the Raiders are a wear you down team that won time of possession by thirty six thirty eight. Yeah, they had the ball for thirty six and a half minutes. Yeah. That you're never losing that one. No, that's, that's yeah. It's and then um, my only thing is I thought they their lack of defensive speed is an issue. It will be an issue. It's what keeps yeah. them from being an elite team mm-hmm. because it makes them bad at tackling. Yeah, they're a bad tackling team because they're not fast enough to be a good tackling team. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's really what's holding them back. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't have many notes either. Yeah. Broncos. Um, no trust or rhythm with the skills positions. And Locke. Like, Locke, Locke only loves Judy. Yeah. The rest of them, he doesn't really know. So, like, he threw, he yeah. threw a pick in the red zone. He's just trying to force the ball to Jerry Judy. Yeah. Because he doesn't trust anybody else. Right. Especially when uh, that one, the Patrick, Tim Patrick, mm-hmm. he got ejected. And yeah. so, and he was his other guy. So now he's like, all he's right. played how many games with KJ Hamler? Yeah. Three? Maybe. Because he was hurt for most of the yeah. start of the year. Yeah. So it's just like, 
It's the Arrested Development thing. Yeah. And they need to figure that out. Uh, I don't. I don't think Locke is dead yet. Yeah, he's I don't think got he... things, but yeah. he's he needs rhythm, and I don't feel they have it. Yeah, I think they. I think they bring it all back next year. Yeah. Everybody's healthy. Yeah, that's the main Judy thing. Judy doesn't have to be a number one. Mm-hmm. You know he can he can work as a number two behind Colin be, Sutton. Be this. I feel like it'd be the Steelers if yeah. they brought them all back. They wouldn't be a number one. I don't think. I think it'd be a lot of one Bs, and that's that's yeah. not bad. No. Yeah. Okay, but this that was a ass kicking. Let's just move on. Um, Seahawks at Rams. Rams win it twenty three to sixteen to move to move them both to six and three. Yeah. So huge and game. Have the t- have the tiebreaker. And yeah. What are the Cardinals at? They're six and three. Uh, the Cardinals are yep six and three. And they have the tiebreaker over the Seahawks too. Yeah, and they the Seahawks so, play the Cardinals on Thursday. Mm. So watch Thursday night football. That is a huge one. Yeah, for real. That is for because they they have a tiebreaker right now, but yeah, they're playing for the full tiebreaker. I don't know. I don't... How do you do that? It's a tie. Yeah. But uh, it's a very interesting division. This game was also interesting. I feel like the Rams, their defense has continued to improve. Yeah. Just like... Crazy amount of pressure. the whole year. Pressure? They got a crazy oh, amount of pressure. Oh, on... Yeah, I get yeah, what yeah. you're saying. Um, I actually was really impressed with their secondary. They're... Yeah. They have three level speed. In three guys. Mm-hmm. And it's it's John Johnson, Taylor Rapp, and Troy Hill. Troy Hill's their their nickel corner mm-hmm. and he he's been playing really well. Yeah. John Johnson and Taylor Rapp. I feel like Taylor Rapp we gotta talk people people just generally yeah. need to talk more about. The fact that last year they played him as their in the box safety. Basically he was Jamal Adams last year. Yeah. And this year they're playing him as their high safety. Right. Basically they moved him from Jamal Adams to Earl Thomas right, yeah. in a season. And in, yeah. in his that's rookie year to second year, and he's been fine. Yeah. That is really, really impressive. Um and th- yeah, they're just they have that that closing speed. To come down on the ball. Mm-hmm. They have that horizontal speed yeah. that you get a lot with those crossers they have to play. And they have deep speed. All three of those guys can do all three of those things. And it's made them really good because Jalen Ramsey can just say, I got this guy. You guys get everything else. Yeah, and, and it's nice. And I think it helps that their front their front can be like, don't worry about it. Yeah. We can get to the quarterback. And that's the tie that yeah. we talked about. Yeah. Uh, now I can't even remember. Um, a lot of defenses. Yeah. But they now they're tied together. Secondary is good, plus the rush is good. Yeah. And that makes you good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then offensively for them, I just have Goff was never uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's kind of a Seahawks and a, a, a Rams note, but... Whitworth, that Whitworth thing's big. Yeah, that's he's, tough. He's, what, done for the season, I think. He's on IR. Least, yeah. yeah, so it's not good. Yeah. And that's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really tough. So we'll see where that goes for them, but Seahawks-wise, they're the opposite. They've got no horizontal speed mm-hmm. behind the linebackers. Yeah. And when you have this play action, the linebackers have to play play action. They right. have to. Yeah. And when you have no, no speed behind it, you get torn up. Yeah. And that's what happened. They uh, offensively, they just have, they need Chris Carson back. And better all line play. Yeah. 
I think Chris Carson helps. For sure. You know, with the blitz pickups. Yeah, which and, it looks like he's not back for next week. Yeah, and short yardage stuff. They but just, Carlos Hyde is. Most maybe, likely. Maybe. He'll get he'll get hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, his, that's what he does. Um, the Seahawks are going down. The Rams, I would say, are you know, slightly going up. The Whitworth thing really kind of yeah, dampens the that, whole thing. That's tough. If he hadn't gotten hurt, this would be a huge week for the Rams. For sure. Um, let's move on. Let's go to this. Oh, geez. So let's go Bengals at Steelers. Steelers stay 9-0. 36-10 is their win. Um, I don't have any notes on the Bengals. I have big brother versus little brother. That's okay. all I got. All right. Uh, Steelers-wise, 44 rush yards is not good. No. And I think – we talked about this before, so I don't want it to get stale. So I want to say they ran for 44 yards against the Bengals. That's not good. But why isn't it good overall? Because it leads to things like this. Six of 16 on third down. Mm -hmm. When you can't run the ball, you have a harder time getting into good positions and converting. Um, And they only won the time of possession by a minute against the Bengals in in an ass kicking. Right. So those things, time of possession and conversions... When you play good teams, matter a lot. For sure. And when you can't run the ball, you can't control those things as well. So that's why we harp on it. It's because it does actually have bigger game. Yeah, it, uh, does, it doesn't seem like it now because, like, whatever, it's an ass-kicking. Yeah. But, yeah. But those things will make a difference. You think getting other guys involved would, would help? I think they've tried. They've tried to get McFarland involved cause, more. Because Connor had, like, 13 carries, averaged, like, less than two yards a carry. Yeah. But Snell averaged like five yards a carry, and only got like I think four carries. Yeah. Four or three, four four or five. It seems to be hit or miss with the other two. It's almost yeah. like they can't trust Snell or McFarland. Right. Because that's the only thing I can think of. Why aren't you using them more? Yeah. Um. I think part of it is what you said earlier in your general discussion. I think Ben wants to throw. Yeah. I think it works. It's been working, so he's just like, let's just do this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I don't think it's a priority in their game plan. Yeah. And I think that might hurt them some at some point. Right. But that's what I think it. I think it's number one, it's not a priority. Yeah. And number two, uh, they use try and use Connor too much. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the 49ers at the Saints. Saints win it 27 to 13 in a game where the score actually was closer than the game was. Yeah. Um this is also, it wasn't a super competitive game. The 49ers are, they're feisty because they have talent and pride. But they're yeah. so injured that they're not good. Yeah, and this put the Saints in a very bad spot. Like, they won the game, but they they have lost the war. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so the Breeze situation... Multiple broken ribs on both sides and a punctured and collapsed lung. Yeah. That's... He's getting a second opinion, though. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, let's see. The guy's going to be like, yeah, it's punctured. Yeah. He's 40-something. Yeah. His arm is already not great. Yeah. His legs are kind of going, and now he can't use his torso to throw. Yeah, he can't breathe. Yeah. So his, what, eight yards of throw is coming down to four. <laughs> To zero. I'm not sure he's getting on the field. Yeah. Um, uh, he'll be out a couple weeks. They yeah. have a decent schedule where they, if they can win a couple games, they won this, so they're 7-2, and two, so they've got games to drop. Yeah. 
that's the you, know, you might lose and the number, got, you might got, lose the first spot, but they've got the perfect backup quarterback to drop some games too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and to drop some ints. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, we'll see what Jameis can do. Honestly, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm, I don't think it'll be. It's not going to be as when Teddy start as good as when Teddy started. No, because you. I heard somebody point this out. I don't want to take credit for this, but Teddy was in that system for years. Yeah, this is Jameis's first year, and he doesn't have the reps. Especially, you know, with COVID and everything, doesn't right. get as many reps. Um, say Breeze misses three weeks, I think they win at least one of those games, and if they win two, they are fine. Yeah, if they win two, they are more than fine. If they win one, they're they're sitting okay. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting it's it's interesting to me that Hill is still effective in the run game. Because it's just like wildcat uh, stuff. Yeah, it baffles me. It's just wildcat stuff, and it's and he's been, he's been doing it for a couple of years now. I you I, know my feeling on this, yeah. and it's different with it's different with Hill. Um, we had a, a we had one of our bigger not arguments, but like usually we're just talking. This cup voice is raised yeah. when Derrick Henry gets in the backfield. You know my feeling. What I would do defensively with Derrick Henry in the backfield. Mm. I'm not pl- I'm not covering Ryan Tannehill until he proves to me he can throw it. Right. Because I don't think he I think he short arms it halfway to Tannehill will be fine. But yeah. that's different because Hill can kind of throw. He can throw pretty well. He's he's a backup quarterback throwing ability. I yeah, think. and that's the only reason I think it still works is yeah. because he's done it just enough. Yeah. Uh, if there's any read to it though. Mm. There's any zone read to it or right, anything yeah. like that. Uh, pretty much any option in the run game, and you you play the the option and not him. Yeah, you're dumb. Right. He wins a. I've never seen him give the ball on a read <laughs> ever. Yeah. So that that's why I'm not sure why it works. But the passing is the only reason I'm like okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I see. I see your point. Uh, that was just something that I thought like how how. How's he averaging five yards a carry? (laughs) It's just that extra blocker, I guess. I guess. Um, To me, their defense is rounding into form. Yeah. And this is kind of the perfect time. For sure. Uh, And remember how we talked about Quan Alexander? Mm Mm-hmm. Came in. It's his second week. He's starting. Yeah. He adds a lot of speed. Everybody's super impressed. I think it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a great move. Yeah. Let's go to the Ravens at Patriots in an upset. Patriots win it 23-17. In one of the sloppiest games of all time. Woof. This was a hard game to watch. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch much of it. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, kind, it was kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, poof. Pats, uh, they're full bully ball at this point. Yeah. That is. That is all they got. They're giving, to the, giving the game to the offensive line. They have one of the better offensive lines in the league. Mm-hmm. And it's like Bill was like, who's our best player? Oh, yeah, it's that unit. Right, It's yeah. those guys. So that's all we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Patriots notes is just like, Harris looked good. Damon Harris looks good. Uh, yeah. With, and I, I don't think... They're exactly, he is exactly what they need. Yeah. Um, with him and Cam. Yeah, and if, and if Sonny Michelle were... Available, it would be like it'd be yeah. pretty much the Ravens. Close. Yeah, in the backfield. It, yeah, honestly, yeah. yes, it, it would be. Um, Burkhead is Ingram. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I like Burkett. Yeah. Uh, to me, to me, having Damian Harris and Cam in the backfield is like uh, an amateur go- like having a boxer ask him if he wants him to punch him with his right hand or his left hand. Yeah. That's what it is to me. You're getting punched hard either way. <laughs> yeah. But which one do you want? Right. And there's really no difference. Yeah. Um, Ravens-wise, here's a question. Are they vulnerable up the middle? So Calais Campbell is out. Yeah. But if you think, if you go back to the offseason, they tried to get Michael Brockers. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't. They had to try and scramble, make some trades. But they didn't get who they wanted. It, the people they got, if they wanted them, they would have gotten them. Yeah, who's their, who's their D-tackle other than There's Campbell? Derek Wolf. Mm-hmm. And I think they brought in a guy. No, they didn't. There's Derek Wolf is really the, their guy. Because one of their D-linemen went on IR after this game. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking what they what they wanted was they didn't want Calais Campbell playing three tech the whole time. Right. He's an end three tech. I think they wanted to be able to move him out a little bit. Yeah. So they tried to get Brockers. That didn't work. Right. Well, now they've got a rookie at line, middle linebacker. They're losing guys in the middle of their defensive line, and their safeties aren't really big, come down, play the box kind of guys. Yeah. They're vulnerable up the middle, and I, I think people have started to realize that because they've been getting a lot of power running in the middle of their defense. Right. Yeah. Uh, my note is sloppy game, hard to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. The Patriots ran up the middle. Yeah, they sure did. Pretty much a lot of times, and that's yeah. the game. Yeah. Let's go to Monday Night Football. Right, let's go to our last <laughs> game, Monday Night Football. couple of these last four or five games. Rough. What do you got? My uh, note, it's not n- n- one note, it's not team specific for either team, nothing looked good. Yeah, that's for damn sure. So the Vikings did win it 19-13 to against the Bears on the road, and yes, you're right, nothing looked good. Even the run game didn't look very good for the Vikings. No. Like, it was okay, but yeah. for the Vikings, it was pretty bad looking. The Bears played yeah. Did what they do. They played horribly on offense. The Bears had three yards per play in the game and were two for 13 on conversions. Um, and had 50 total plays. That's about 20 behind the average. Holy shit. Um, but they're, and it seemed to me that their defense played hard and then was like, you got... The watch their offense was like, I got... Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah, it looked really bad. They... Yeah. The Vikings dropped, I, I saw at least four dropped passes from the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Two by Thielen. One yeah. by Justin Jefferson. Yeah. One by a tight end. It was not, it was sloppy. But they ended up winning it in my only Vikings notice. They could be spoilers down the road. Oh, for sure. That people who just kind of ruined, like, seeding, ruined playoff berths. Yeah, they could, they like, could like beat, home field advantage. They could, like, beat the Packers. And yeah. that makes the Packers lose home field something. I, especially yeah. with how, especially in the NFC, because the playoffs are so damn close. Yeah. Something I heard for the Cardinals is when the, the Cardinals were, when, with them winning. So they catch the Hail Mary, they win. Yeah. They are third, I think, in the NFC playoffs right now or something like that. Okay. In terms of seeding. Yeah. If they had lost, yeah. they would be like 16th. <laughs> Hot damn. Yeah. That's crazy. They'd be like, it's like out of the playoffs, third seed. Yeah. 
That's a huge jump. Yeah. And that's how close it is in the NFC. And I think the Vikings could have a major role in what ends up happening. Yeah. But that's really it. Yep. That game was garbage. It sure was. That game was garbage. And everybody knew it. Yeah. Um, it's, like they, it's like they were like, all right, we have a really good Thursday night, uh, yeah. Thursday night game uh, in week 11. Week 10 Monday night game. Maybe let's... Uh, like you know, in the lower, in the roller coaster, when uh, it dips down a whole lot, and yeah, then it jumps up, jumps back up. That's exactly what they're doing with the with the quality of game. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Now week ten was kind of a weird week in terms of games. It was kind of a there's a lot of like blah that ended up happening. Yeah. Like some good matchups. You're just like, ugh. Right. You know, Browns Texans. That would have been a good matchup. Weather. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So that happened a lot. Week 11 supposed to be great. Starting off hot. Yeah. Cardinals, Seahawks should be a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so watch that. It'll be light. It'll be a fireworks show regardless. So just watch it. Um, but with that, we are done for week 10. We are done reacting week 10. We are ready for week 11. Hope you are too. And we'll see you next week. For week 11 reactions. Before that, make sure you listen to the flagship show for Bold Nonsense on Saturday. That'll be out. That'll be Smooth and I. Um, should be a big NBA show with the draft going on, free agency going on. So listen to that. Make sure you come back next week to listen to us. Other than that, thanks for listening. Anchors away. Goodbye. I'll take care, all right? Nothing but love for you. Nothing but love for you. You think they have any clue what's about to happen to them? Oh, not a chance in hell. Good night. Peace!